The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. It is the first episode of the new year. Welcome to Common Debauchery 2023. I am the Nightmare, and joining me as always, Rotten Jack. Hey, man. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, it's 2023. It sure is. And I figured we would do, actually, you figured we would do, we figured out that we would do like a 2022 recap episode. And now what that means is, you know, when you talk like TV shows and stuff, when they do recap episodes, it's a lot of like uh, flashbacks and cutscenes and stuff like that. And that would be awesome if we could do like the funniest bits of 2022. I don't have that kind of time. No, neither do I. So, uh, fuck that. We're not doing it. Um, however, maybe it's not gonna happen but maybe if i think about it uh once i record an episode if i remember that there was something particularly funny that i would like to hang on to i will i'll save it but i'm not gonna anyway um, yeah so first and foremost uh 20 2023 kicked off on a bit of sunday well a bit of a low note monday night football um you know, we do, we do, we're, we are not going to talk about this at length. We just want to put it out there that our, uh, our thoughts and prayers and positive vibes and, you know, just uh, all kinds of positive vibes and thoughts and everything I just said uh, are with DeMar Hamlin and his family. Uh, if you don't know what happened, I, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but um, that is all we're going to say about it. Very sad, very tragic. And quite frankly, it, I've been fucked up in the head ever since. So that's fun. Yeah, it was a weird day at work. I was so sick of people wanting to talk about it all day in my chair. It I'm fucking like a miserable because of it. Yeah, it, it's it went from you know something that could have been one of the best, and it was one of the most highly anticipated Monday Night Football games ever to just yeah, not and uh, you know, but thoughts, prayers to. Demar Hamlin. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. Um, you know, they they just released some newer news on it and stuff, and it looks like he he is trending better. So that is a good thing. But uh, yeah, we we're not going to talk about that anymore. It's just you know we're not a sports show. Um, I honestly I don't know how I'm going to approach hats hats and stats this week if I'm going to do it at all. Um, I was supposed to talk about the Bills upcoming week this week on a different podcast. Um on the play callers network or whatever the hell it's called. I, uh, they, we, we ended up moving it to Thursday. Cause I was like, well, we don't know what's happening and we don't know what's going on. And I'm like, I don't know if I could talk about this if I wanted to right now. So, yeah. Um, so what we are going to do is we're going to go over, we're going to talk about 2022 as a whole. Now we, we would be remiss to not talk about common debauchery in 2022 to start with. Um, I put the numbers out there earlier this week when we got our, our final, our final tally from uh, from the network: one hundred and ninety-one thousand nine hundred and two people listened 
in 2022. That number is insane. It's ridiculous. Now, when we say that, that is the total number of listeners every month totaled up at the end. So there are, from month to month, there are overlapping listens. So like, you know, we post, if I post an episode every week and I listen to each episode, that's four for the month, right? So if somebody goes in and clicks, like clicks on the episode and then has like, get out of their car and then starts it again, like that doesn't count. But if they, you know, listen to each episode, each listen count, each episode listen is a unique click, right? So that is that many unique clicks totaled throughout the months. And again, some are the same people, but they're listening to like, unless they're going into a different app to re-listen to episodes, we're not getting duplicate clicks on these. That being said, our worst month was July with 13,353. Our best month, which are still good fucking numbers. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Still great numbers. Um, you know, consider, I mean, I'm in a lot of podcast groups and stuff on like on Facebook and everything just for tips, tricks, marketing, posting episodes, whatever. And I see people like, Oh, I'm about to hit like my 50th episode. And I just had my 6,000th listen. I'm like, there's points we do that in a day. Yeah. Which is, we, I mean, we average probably 15 and a half to 16,000 a month. Yeah. On uh, average. Our, our highest was October 18,908. So we didn't break the 20 K mark this year. Like we did the, in the year, uh, then you know, the year before, but we were very consistent. Uh, probably. I mean, what we only dipped, we dipped under, 15,003 for three months in a row, May, June, and July was, was a little dip there. I'd say that we were over 15 K all year long. Yeah. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible to me. Um, and it's all thanks to you guys. Like I don't, I still don't quite understand how and why you people like listening to us. Cause let's be honest, I'm a fucking idiot. And well, he's clearly the brains of the operation, but and that doesn't say much because he's not better off. He's not much better off than I am, but he's the brains. And uh, I don't know, you know, so for, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, we really do appreciate each and every one of you that's giving us a listen every month and, you know, every day or once a week, whatever you do. Um, it really does mean a lot to us. I mean, I, I do know that there are people who tune into the show. We drop it and the next day they're on their way to work. They tune in and that's their morning drive. Right. So, that's awesome. And we, we appreciate every single one of you who does it. Um, you know, we've been going for almost, almost two years, maybe almost. Yeah. Uh, 98 episodes in total. This is episode 98. I should say, um, you know, I just absolutely incredible. Absolutely floored. Uh, July 2nd, 2020 was episode one. So, we we eclipsed the two year mark, and this this started very much as a uh, we're at like the two and a half year mark. So and this started as just like a fun side project for me, uh, just talking alone, and I sputtered at the start because I didn't know what to talk about, and it's tough doing that type of this type of show alone. And mm-hmm. so, and, and, and that being said, RJ Rotten Jack, my man, this would still yeah. be going if it wasn't for you. 
you know, you, you keep me going, you keep me honest. You know, there are as many times I look at you and say, Hey, we doing this tonight. That's as many times you look at me and say, we recording. What do you want to talk about? Or like, Hey man, I got a, I got a topic for tonight. So yeah, thank you. I, I thank you so much. I appreciate it. This has been a fantastic, fantastic run. And as they say, we ain't done yet. No, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that you, that we formed that friendship and that relationship through my barber chair and that, you know, we've able to, we've been able to cultivate that into, you know, me standing up in your wedding next year and, or this year, fuck this year. Yeah. Um, you know, going from, you know, you sitting down in my chair to, to this, to standing up in your wedding and, you know, it's, um, I mean, our, our friendship basically grew because of this podcast. Yeah. Like, like it was one thing, like, I mean, how many people do you see regularly in your chair every couple of weeks or so? Yeah. Every two, three, once a month. Yeah. I mean, there, there's probably countless people who have like you know, at least some type of standing appointment with you. And I mean, I could have just been still some other dude, like shave my head, trim my beard. So, yeah. Yeah. And really what it all comes down to is fucking letter Kenny, man fucking letter kenny which we we can you can now make jokes i've seen i've seen the whole season Mm. but yeah i uh i i'm very very grateful that you you decided to that you wanted to do this that this would be something you know fun uh fun to do and that you stuck with it with me and i mean even even at times you know like i said kept me on track so uh here's to you know, coming up on episode 100 in a few weeks here, we got big plans for that. I will be setting up the outdoor, semi-outdoor recording studio shortly here, and uh, we will go forward with that. So that'll be fun. That'll be live on Facebook for those of you who don't know. Um, yeah, and we always record the episode itself uh, on audio and, you know, in turn post that later on so you can listen to it but it's always more fun to see because you're going to see us hacking gag on cinnamon and all kinds of other cool yeah i mean if you just want us if you just want to listen to us gagging on marshmallows and saltine crackers and cinnamon and that's fine but you're going to get more entertainment value if you watch it absolutely and that again can be found on facebook um we'll get the exact date hammered out on that coming up shortly but uh, that being said, let's take a look back at the year 2022 outside of common debauchery, which is what we do. We look at the world through our own debaucherous lenses. Um, so Rotten Jack has a couple funny and humorous police plotters from our local town. Ah, yes. The good old police blotter best of 2022 edition. Ah, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. They don't give dates, but at some point this year, patrol responded to report of customer trouble at a local hotel. Uh, Front desk reported there was approximately 50 guests intoxicated and being unruly and uncooperative with staff. When the cops arrived, uh, they found out that uh, it was a group of hockey parents that were in town for a fucking tournament. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 50 fucking hockey parents just fucking getting shit-faced in a motel and just being belligerent. Gotta love, gotta love them. Um, 
Joe or uh, tournament parents are the worst. And I see that having done my fair share of travel coaching and seeing some of the stupid things these parents do. And I mean, I was, I was on a travel team and honestly, the swim team was a little bit different. We didn't really do anything, but you know, our parents didn't really do much on the swim team, but hockey parents are weird. (laughs) Yeah. um, Baseball parents aren't much better. Like looking back and I mean, (laughs) I mean, I just, and this is, I mean, years back, one of my first years coaching, I was 19, 20 years old. I was coaching my last tournament with this group. It was my very first year coaching. So I was 19 turn or I just turned 20, one of the two. And we tacked on an extra tournament at the end of the year. Um, and we went out and we won. And it was one of like we we rolled the the pool, we rolled pool play, we rolled the semifinals, we got mooned by the other team during that with them doing a chant. Like this is just an overall funny and epic story for like just in the world of travel sports. And we're like we end up we're down like 10 to 2 in the last inning of the championship game against a team that looks like they're three years older than we are. We end up coming back and win, like coming back in that inning, forcing extras, and then winning. And we played seven. We played. We ended up going to nine innings. And these parents are just walking around. That we decided all the whole everyone decided like it's too late. We're gonna stay. The whole the whole crowd, everybody, kids are running around being just jackasses in the pool, and every single parent is just getting hammered, like walking around open container in Reading, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Beers in hand, pouring shots, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm tagging all. Like, come on, you, we we know you drink. We've you know we've gone to bars in Canada when we go up north to play, and all of a sudden I'm holding a beer, and my boss walks by me, who was at this tournament with us. I was like, <laughs> but I'm like, well, technically the season's over, so yeah, technical schmectical. Gotta love, gotta love parents. Gotta love travel people. Yeah. Ah, here's a good one. Patrol responded to a pizzeria for a customer reporting that he was at the front counter attempting to order food, but nobody was around. Complainant further stated that the doors were open, lights were on, and he also attempted calling the business with no answer. The cops checked the building and found the uh, employee sleeping in the basement of the pizzeria. (laughs) Jesus. I really want to know which pizzeria that was. Yeah, I do too. I don't often think of the pizzeria having a basement. Right? Uh, Where was the good one? Uh, Someone called the scops because uh, someone called the cops because there was a squirrel running in circles on the roadway. So something that, oh my God, we, I wish we would have had a little bit more time to prep this because we probably could have went back and found some of the best, like best Facebook posts from the, like the groups. Oh God. But we, well, we can actually get to those. I, I can talk about a couple off the top of my head. So. Yeah. Um, where was the one about the dude? Uh, there was one about a dude at 
a gas station who decided he didn't want to wait to use the bathroom. Oh, here it is. Officer responds to gas station for report of public lewdness. Manager advised that the mail came into the store and urinated near the coolers. Uh, he entered the store, walked to the back, looks to make sure nobody can see him, and pissed all over a stack of cases of beers. He then purchased some skull and a Dasani water and left the store. Clerk didn't find out until he went back to the like look go to the break room and like there was just a puddle of piss all over the fucking cases of beer. This sounds like something my drunk dumbass would have done at like 22. <laughs> like walks in, looks around, pees somewhere you're not supposed to pee, and then buys a tin and a bottle of water because you know what's gonna happen. He's gonna take two dump the bottle of water. You're gonna take two or three big swigs of that bottle of water dump the rest of it, and then use it as a spitter. Here's the thing, though. Like, I understand that's what you do. That's why I always bought, like, the fucking 99-cent bottles. Yeah, the bottle of Dasani is, like, three bucks. It's, like, two third, two fifty. Hell no. I'm buying, like, the the 99-cent or, like, the cheapest bottle I could find. And, honestly, most of the time, I was going to drink the whole thing, really, like, real quick, just slam it. And then I got a spitter. Yeah, odds are I had something else that was like mostly empty or on the way to being empty. So, yeah. Um, Cause, and because we've all been there, where like your options are: I'm either going to go buy a new bottle of water, or I'm going to open that old ass spitter and almost puke when I do it. So I'm not doing it. Yeah, that 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 fucking spitter that you left in your car, and it's the middle of August, and it's been there since July. Oh, we need to move on. <laughs> we've all done it though yeah the problem is your like your olfactory senses are the most memory Mm -hmm. trigger we're just talking about it my top my stomach's turning so knock it off right uh a transit road store called uh because four adult males were playing around the storm grate in the parking lot uh this is actually a wholesome one uh when the cops arrived they they uh found out that the Four males were attempting to rescue some baby ducks that fell in the storm drain uh, and that the mother duck had been uh, struck by a passing vehicle. So they ended up getting all the ducks out and transported them to like a nearby pond or lake, something. I don't fucking know. It's actually kind of a little bit of a sad yet wholesome one. Yeah, that's always nice. You know, I, I like the. Sometimes we have. I mean, I know we are the but the debaucherous duo, but sometimes we have to put good in the world, right? Right. And then. Uh, there's really. Oh. They uh they did a traffic stop on what appeared to be a car with a hand-painted license plate. The owner of the vehicle told the cops that, uh, well, the numbers were peeling off, so I just hand-painted over them so you guys could see them. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, it's in 
that's ingenuity right there i mean right because like technically it's illegal but well, i understand I'm, not wanting to pay 80 bucks for new fucking license plates like what's what's the problem there like it, like if they painted a different license plate number on that's one thing but like if i pull this person over and all of a sudden i look and i'm like nope that's what that's supposed to say right here carry like, on what's the problem because like, it's easier for me to read if you if you're doing something wrong as opposed to people who like it's just peeled off. I mean, how many times, how often do you really look at like your back license plate? It's like my back license plate right now. And I, this is a funny story for you. My back license plate right now could be peeled clean. And I wouldn't know. Cause how often do you look at your back license plate? Honestly, every time, because I walk up to my car from the back of it and see my back, of my truck and everywhere I go. So that being said, uh, I so much so, have no idea what's going on with the back of my truck that I drove from my house to pet supply plus the one over in front of Wegmans. Yeah. With my tailgate down <laughs> for those playing the home game um, in the bed of my truck, there is a cooler. There is a also a folding table because we live in Buffalo. Some minor tailgate essentials are mandatory in the back of every truck. Well, drove, yeah, I, I mean, not a long way, but long enough. Neither thing, neither thing fell out of my truck. Well, that's good. Neither thing is like strapped down either. That's the best part. This is also true. So that that's lucky. Well, and, and the reason it happened uh, during that massive snowstorm we had with the blowing ice and snow, my tailgate actually froze shut. So when I tried to open it to put a propane tank in the back to bring back to my house, it wouldn't open. Apparently, it did unlatch, though. So when the <laughs> I pulled forward, my tailgate went down, and because you know these tailgates have that like slow, yeah, mechanism to them now, uh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> so when I went to back into my parking spot at Pet Supplies Plus, I went, "Why is my camera looking at the ground? Oh, my tailgate's open." And I'm like, "Hmm, that's weird," because there was somebody legitimately driving right on my ass before I turned into the parking lot. They were hoping for a payday. They probably saw something in the back of your truck and thought, ooh, if I can get this to fall out and it hits me, I got a fucking payday coming. Well, here's the best part. As somebody who works in insurance, if it is, if it flies out of the <clears> truck <throat> and hits your vehicle, it's considered a missile and it falls under your comprehensive coverage. If it falls out and it's sitting in the roadway and you hit it, it is a collision and falls into your collision coverage, which affects mm. allegedly affects your policy rates more. So, hmm. interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, those are about the only uh, the only good ones out of uh, the police blotter. There are a couple good ones, but um, I have a a list here of the ten funniest stories. From 2022. Oh, um, I don't know who Franklin Graham is, but apparently he's being radicalized by McDonald's. I'm not going to click on the article to to dive deeper into that hmm. because the next one is better. A youth pastor was fired because he was handing out I heart hot youth pastor bracelets to his youth parishioners. I have done some dumb things. That is the dumbest of the dumb things, especially when you consider like the weird stigma around 
priests priests and stuff yeah apparently the president of chili's the fast food restaurant rivaling applebee's is not only a huge swifty but they will leap to taylor's defense at a moment's notice okay so i apologize this is chili the country not the president of the company. So the the, the, the country uh, of Chile, 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 whatever. I'm pretty sure it's Chile. Defends Taylor Swift. Yes, to the point that it doesn't show the top tweet, but it shows Gabriel Boric font saying here in Chile, you have a huge group of supporters who knows that you write your own songs from the heart. Don't take seriously guys that need to insult or lie to get attention. Hugs from the South Taylor. So she actively defends Taylor Swift on Twitter. Oh my God. A woman in an attempt to make her resume stand out more. I'm going to let you guess this one. What did she, how did she submit her resume to make it stand out more to Nike? She sent this to Nike. Did she run it to their office? No. You got two more guesses. Did she send it by carrier pigeon? No. One more shot. Horseback. She had it delivered in edible form on a cake. To Nike, a fitness company. To Nike. So you, like, you know how you put in, like, you can put, like, pictures and stuff on the top of cakes and then you can eat it? Yeah. Yeah. She had her resume printed on the that edible sheet and put on a cake and delivered to Nike. Interesting. Uh, Been better wrapping it around a cucumber. I don't know, man. I feel like the people in Nike don't give a crap about like the athletic look of themselves. They're in office. They're going to like, Ooh, look free cake office office parties. Love free cake. I mean, that's just, this is also true. Hot dog and hamburger flavored candy corn dropped in stores this year. Well, first of all, candy corn Listen, I'm not saying I believe in God and the devil or anything like that, but if there is any proof that Satan exists, it's the it's candy corn. Yeah, candy corn's gross. And then you made it taste like two things that the flavor like that they, they themselves are fantastic. But the flavoring of them, like what people put like cuz there's like hamburger spice, hot dog spice, like you can I'm pretty sure that somebody sells hot dog flavored chips. Like it's gross. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking at what you're looking at now and it's not only hot dog and hamburger, it's fruit punch, vanilla ice cream, hot dog, hamburger, and popcorn flavored candy corn. I feel like candy corn is popcorn flavored already. So that's this is disgusting. Yeah. And I would like to leave this earth because of this. How about Jesus being the main character of a new of a new simulation game? Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
I kind of want to play it because we know how it's going to end. Tropicana. Well, okay, so that would be the only video game where, you know, when you die, you expect to come back to life. Yeah. Tropicana made a cereal that is designed to have orange juice poured on top of it instead of milk because orange juice wanted it to monopolize the breakfast game, apparently. I would be willing to give this a try. At least once. I would be willing to give this a try. I want to know what it tastes like. Like, what's it? Well, that's 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 why I want to give it a try. Right, but like honey, it says honey almond cereal. Oh, that doesn't sound good. I don't know. I you know what? I'm gonna to try to find this. We're gonna do this for our hundredth. <laughs> How about the rise and fall of and Yeah, I, listen. We can if you can get this cereal, we can do it on episode one hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it. So a service called Eternal Prayer came out, and this was uh, depicting the rise and fall of NFT prayers. Now I don't know what NFT is. I don't understand it's it. It's a non fungible token. It is basically you are paying a ridiculous amount of money for a digital icon. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, and I don't get why people do them. Like, but while like, I I don't understand either. Uh, but a new service called Eternal Prayer promised to commemorate your prayers for all of eternity on the blockchain, and as a free quote unquote perk of the service, they would mint a unique NFT for your prayer that you can keep forever. Less than a month later, the blockchain faded into website heaven. I don't understand any of that. Uh, yeah, I just I don't understand like the whole thing behind nfts like it's a waste of fucking money because like i can go online and print something off and then just be like oh i have an nft you know i just don't get it i don't i don't know um elmo being pushed to the brink by a pet rock is that that is that that tiktok sound like okay bye 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 rocco uh i don't know Oh, gee, Elmo, that was my last one. No, 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 wait, wait, Elmo. Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Yeah, it is. Oh, I guess Rocco will never float. Oh, well, too sad. Bye, Rocco. Okay, I need to turn this back down because I turned it up so I could hear it and then you're yelling in orders now. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I've never seen it before, but I've never it's, heard a sound before, so that's fun. Oh, it's been a TikTok sound for a long time. Um, Number one, watch this church crucify a Chumbawamba singing Iron Man for Easter. What? There's some weird shit that happened in the world, man. I'm going to have to watch that one later. Yeah. Oh, here's a good, here's a good story that happened. You're muted. Well, you muted me. I didn't mute myself. 
I lied. You weren't muted. My volume was turned down. I was going to say, I didn't mute myself. You muted me if you did anything. Um, how about how about the, the good old time-worn story of the man who bought a lottery ticket instead of hot dogs and won 100 grand? Oh, my God. While grocery shopping, uh, he made an impulse decision to buy a lottery ticket and won $107,000 out of it. Wow. Uh, I would never be so lucky. No. No, not at all. Uh, we also, so as you continue to, to to dig for more fun 2020 things, I have uh, notable deaths of 2020. Ah, uh, yes. Including uh, the last one who, uh, Pope Benedict, the... The Nazi Pope. 16th. Uh, he died on December 31st at the ripe old age of 95. Beating out Barbara Walters as the last death of the year by a day. Number one, I didn't even know Barbara Walters was even still alive. Yes. Yeah, she was. Uh, oh, that was Joan Rivers that died a couple of years ago. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the, 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 as she was called, first woman of TV news passed away at 93. Uh, Pele, the only soccer player whose name I've ever cared to know. Yeah. That was, that was big for like the sporting world. Uh, as was Franco Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, uh, a great pitcher who one of, I mean, an iconic name in sports pitcher Gaylord Perry passed away. Hmm. So we, we were just talking about Elmo, uh, Bob McGrath, the voice of Elmo passed away at 90. Huh? Uh, who could forget Gallagher? See, I never really, even really knew who Gallagher was. I all I know is that he smashed pumpkins, or uh, yeah, he would uh, like smash watermelons and shit. That's all I know about him. And I, like, I think it was part of a comedy act, but all I knew was the watermelons. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Carter went to the uh, the great house party in the sky. Ray Guy passed away. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Robbie Coltrane. That one sucked. That one, that's probably the one that hurt the most out of this entire year. Yeah, especially because they, like, did you watch the Harry Potter thing? Yeah. Like, he, the last thing he says on that special is, like, I'm not going to live forever. But, but Hagrid will. will. And yeah. later this year, like later that year, he died. Like that was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. I didn't know Coolio died. But you didn't know that? No. Oh. Uh, yeah. I also didn't know that Loretta Lynn died. I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. Uh Loretta Lynn. She was like one of the first women of country music. You 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 know who she is, even if you've never heard of, heard of her, like heard her sing. Uh, probably not, because I've never been into country music. You don't have to. She's that famous. 
she was like she was Dolly Parton before Dolly Parton was Dolly Parton. I'll take your word for it. I have no idea who she is. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, pass. Uh, Mr. Gorbachev. Gorbachev. I don't know. Olivia Newton John. Well, you know what's worse than Greece on Olivia Newton John, right? What's that? Come on, Eileen. Jesus. That's brutal. (laughs) That's, you know, who told me that one? My mom actually told me that joke the first time. That, you know what? I will give you the benefit of the doubt is that is the only reason I'm not going to go edit that out is that it's a mom joke. But like, yeah. oh, my God, you're related to a nun. How do these things happen? I don't know. Uh, Tony Saragusa. No idea. Uh, he was an offensive lineman for the Ravens. Ah, uh, and he was a sideline reporter for the last couple of years. He's a big Italian guy that was on the sidelines. Oh, okay. He was the dude who always looked like he belonged, like roughing somebody up for the mob. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, Cowboys running back Marion Barber had died at 38. Oof. Ray Liotta. Great actor. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another one you're not going to know, Naomi Judd. I know who Naomi Judd is. Guy Lafleur. Guy Lafleur. One of the most iconic hockey players of yesteryear. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, I forgot about that. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Yeah. Uh, the world has that- been named since the bad guy left. That was probably like the second most like heart wrenching for for me was Scott Hall. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Betty Davis. I didn't know Jeremy Giambi died. Giambi died? Jeremy, not Jason. Oh. Although, now that I'm trying to think about it, I don't really remember which ones. Yeah, I think Jeremy was the younger brother. He was the one. If you want, if uh, for he the, played for like the Oakland A's, didn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, he he had some some troubles and some demons. Uh, if you watched Moneyball, they kind of touched on some of those things. Mm. Uh, th- there was a man who would do anything for love, but he wouldn't survive 2022. Good old meatloaf. You know what that song was actually about? No. We'll talk about it off air. Uh huh. I kind of figured it was going to be inappropriate. Uh, let's see here. We got it. Two more. Uh, obviously, <coughs> we have to talk about the death of America's dad, Bob Saget. Yeah. And then we talked about this one. Two two people made this show as far as like paying homage to their death. One was Scott Hall, the bad guy. 
And the other was Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger. Yeah. And I'm in fear. I'm, I'm furious that USA Today doesn't, doesn't have JDF on that list. Ridiculous. We're goddamn ridiculous. Uh, 2022 was a weird year. Yeah, and the way that 23 starting, like, we're three days in, and I'm like, all right, move on. Yeah, I mean, so did you, for those who have, like, you know, playing the home game, um, the actor who plays Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was it Jeremy Renner, right? Yes. Uh, He was rushed to the hospital in a plow accident. Did you read what happened to him? Yeah, he got ran over by his own fucking snowcat while he was trying to help someone else out like dig out yeah and did you read why like how he survived no he only survived he may never walk again like that's how bad his leg is mangled yeah and the only reason he survived is because his neighbor witnessed it and put a tourniquet on his leg and rushed him to the hospital oh shit had his neighbor not tourniquet his leg he would have died and as it is yeah because i heard there was massive blood loss yeah Although it is good news, though, somewhat he I did just see he did uh, post on his Instagram from the hospital bed um, that, you know, he's doing OK. But, uh, you know, there's that. And then obviously that we touched upon earlier, the DeMar Hamlin injury last night at the Bills game uh, and then come to find out when I get home, uh, Ken Block fucking died as well. I had to look that one up because I don't I didn't know who he was. Ken Block, he was an amazing he was he's the driver who did all those Jim Connor videos uh, with like his souped up uh like Subarus and stuff like that. He filmed one here uh in Buffalo a couple years ago. Right, 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 right. Um an absolutely amazing driver. Um died in a snowmobile accident yesterday. Yeah, so we're like the first two days of 2023 and I'm done. Yeah. It's got to get better, right? Yeah. Oh, Uh, let's take a look back. What do we got for good news though? Well, this was was the, the year of the Will Smith Oscar meltdown where he slapped uh, Chris rock. Oh, classic classic. I mean, and you feel bad for Will. You really do phenomenal actor has like really like matured into just like an, an incredible incredible presence on screen and this whole thing with jada like what i just feel like that is such a toxic relationship like it's well known that like she is cheating on him and like all this other stuff and like I don't know. Like, I just honestly, I feel bad for Will Smith, like in the entirety of like that relationship that. Uh, I I thought I had read somewhere that they were like separating and what, what have you, but I could be wrong. However, um, I do find it humorous that like, this is kind of in, like he got into this point, like, or he got to like this point in his relationship under the guise of like, I don't want to say 
being in a woke relationship in 2022, but that was kind of what it was where like she, I mean, like we all heard, I mean, I, I, I at least remember it, you know, years back seeing the whole thing about like Will Smith talking about how, you know, him and Jada have this understanding that like, I'm responsible for my happiness and she's responsible for her own happiness. And like, my job is not to make her happy. Like if she is not happy with where she is and who she is, nothing I do will change that and vice versa. Mm -hmm. We understand that we are responsible for our own happiness and then we can be happy together. And like, that's a, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great concept. Like, but then you find out that like, she's like, Porking the pool boy and stuff like that, and like, and like telling him about it, and like he knows. Yeah, Yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's like you know, being in an open relationship where only one of you is actually screwing anybody and anything, and the other one's just kind of like, I mean, whatever makes her happy. Yeah, whatever makes her happy. I guess. No, they they just got to be themselves. Like the worst part about the whole Oscar slap was like when Chris Rock made the joke, he chuckled. He was at first, laughing about it, and then he like looked over, saw the glare from her, and like, oh, I guess I have to do something about this. Honestly, if that was me, that would have been the perfect time to just be like, you know what, I'm done with your shit. Like, I don't know how he he wasn't done with her crap sooner than that, uh, right? Someone whose crap I'm done with is Pete Davidson. This dude needs to get off my screen. Yeah. Like, he's not funny. He's not a good looking dude. Like, I don't understand how and why he's so popular. Yet he's pulling like the hottest of the Hollywood hotties one after another. I don't get it. Like, he breaks up with one and then like two days later, it's like, Oh, Pete Davidson spotted with this other A-list hottie. Like, well, and like, what the fuck are you doing? It, it all started with the Kim Kardashian thing, right? Because those people need to be in spotlight more, right? But like, so she split with with Kanye West, and then was with Pete Davidson, and it almost seemed like it was a who is the human being on the planet that I could like hook up with that would piss him off the most. Oh yeah. Apparently him and Kanye were always going at it. And like he was the answer, but ever since then, it's just been dime, 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 dime. And like he was dating Ariana Grande a couple of years ago too. dime. Like I just, I don't get it. Yeah. And, um, Speaking of Kanye, like his 2020 year long meltdown has been fantastic. That dude needs serious psychiatric help. Like not, not even joking. He needs serious psychological help. What is with rappers constantly changing their names? What do you mean? So like Kanye West apparently now goes for, goes by Yee. Uh, yeah he's just an idiot but like I mean like I mean Snoop Dogg did it first it was Snoop Doggy Dog then Snoop Dogg then just Snoop then Snoop Lion I mean Diddy did it too like he was 
Puff Daddy, and then he was P Diddy, and then he was just Diddy. I, I mean, you know, you could we we could stem this back to Prince, like right. You know, the artist formerly known as Prince Symbol, the artist formerly known as Symbol, like. Well, that was because like technically the recording label owned the name of Prince. So when he was no longer with the recording label, right, he wasn't able to go by Prince anymore. That's why he went the artist formerly known as Prince and used the symbol. And then like I mean that and I I'm not privy to much in the rap game, but like I do know that there are people like like somebody will be talking like who's that like oh so and so like why did you just call him like well because he goes by this now why I don't know it's it's not a state like it's not like you you like rebranded your character via the WWE like knock it off right it's just like you know Kanye doing that he's just trying to keep himself in the fucking in the in the news which dude with the stuff that you're tweeting out and saying like you don't need to change your name in order to do that like but i don't know i I just i don't get it well then of course we had elon musk buying twitter oh god the meltdowns that that caused because god forbid he want to uh make you know twitter transparent and you know, the stuff coming out that he's releasing that he's finding about how Twitter was operating and all this other stuff and government involvement with Twitter. It's, uh, it was shady as shit, but people don't like the spotlight being cast on it, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, it's one of those stupid things where like, we've gotten to a point where no matter what side of the argument you're on, if you're talking to someone on the other side, the general idea is fingers in their ears. La, 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 la. You're lying. Cause I don't like what you're saying. La, 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 la. Yeah. And really like, that's just what's going to be, what life is going to be from now on. And like the, like the, the math, the mass celebrity exodus from Twitter too, which none of them actually left. And like the ones who did have come back. Right. If he actually goes through with it, I'm gone. And then he goes through with it. And then three weeks later, they're still not gone. And then they post, this is my last. And like, everyone was just like, okay, it's not an airport. You don't have to announce your departures. And then they're gone for two weeks. And then they come back. It's like, yeah. Looking at you, Mick Foley. Yeah. I mean, they're like, I'm done. I'm out. Blah, 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 blah. I came back because I needed to say, boy, I came back again because I need my followers to know, like, just stay. That's probably less hassle. Right. Oh, I, this was so long ago. I forgot it was even a thing. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, fiasco. That, I'll tell you what, you know, I posted it after that trial ended, but her legal team really shit the bet on that one. But um, <laughs> that whole thing was a a train wreck. And and all it did was it showed the world. Uh, that Johnny Depp didn't do anything wrong and how fucking crazy Amber Heard is. Yet Johnny Depp is still really like he's starting to get back into the spotlight a little bit, but he's still not. You know, I just I feel so bad for him because 
they he got canceled and it's very hard to come back from that like disney immediately cut ties with him canceled any future pirates movies that he was going to be in uh and it's just like which i believe there's a rumor that they kind of like rescinded that thought uh, that they're looking to like tie him back into the pirates thing but like Listen, they have to, because without Jack Sparrow, you don't have a Pirates movie. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to see, like, as as good as it would be if they actually brought in, like, you know, did, like, the female version of Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I'm all for that. Like, it could be a very cool story. But if Jack Sparrow isn't a part of it, nobody's going to give a shit. Well, and the worst part about it is the Pirates of the Caribbean was originally never supposed to be solely about Jack Sparrow. They were supposed to be like one-off movies about just different groups of pirates. But obviously the first movie did so well, they're like, okay, we're going to explore this for a few. And then like, we'll see, like we'll stem off from there and they just couldn't get away from it. And now like, no, because they, they created such an over the top iconic character that it didn't matter where you stood in the world. You loved Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like now it's to the point, like I would probably, like I would watch it. I wouldn't go see it in theaters to be no. fair. I haven't seen the last two or three in theaters. Like I saw the first one, I think. And then, Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think they could, but I think they'd be dumb not to, or like to, to do, to go through with it without him. Yeah. Yeah. That it would be very, very hard to continue anything without him. Yeah. And they're, they're finally starting to like, he's starting to show up in like commercials and stuff again. Like it's being more Mm -hmm. normalized. Uh, but I, we also learned that my man's a savage. Yeah. Like during the trial, he looks at her and he's like, look at, look into my eyes. This will be the last time you ever see me. Like you'll ever be able to look directly into my eyes. And he spent the rest of the trial, like looking away from her in every way possible. Mm-hmm. To the point that at one point she was like, Johnny, Johnny, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. It, it really just showed how absolutely that shit crazy like she's shitting in the bed and trying to blame it on fucking teacup yorkies that fucking turd was as big as the teacup yorkie and no kidding <laughs> yeah uh, uh this was it was a very weird year uh <laughs> I'm looking through this. I'm looking through like different articles about like fun things from 2022. The number seven on the time.com most viral moments of 2022. The lesbian emu TikToker who almost caught avian flu. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the world's already on edge with zoonotic diseases because of the COVID-19 pandemic, which was believed to have or, or, or originated in bats. 
The thought of a lesbian farmer almost catching avian flu from an emu on her farm was suspected of having it put social media on edge once again. Anyone who used TikTok long enough might have been served videos from the emu owner showing off their bird's personalities. Uh, it's a niche corner of the platform. Oh, that woman. I, like, is that the one like they'd come running up and she'd like put her hand back and they'd stop? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Blake and her partner, Christian or Kristen Haggerty co own knuckle bump farms in South Florida from which Blake would attempt to make educational videos for follows until they were disrupted by Emmanuel. Who's so they're the emu's name is Emmanuel Todd Lopez. Yeah. Okay. So a typical video would show her in the middle of the talk of talking when the giant flightless bird would sneak his way into frame and try to peck the screen with Blake yelling, Emmanuel, don't do it. His antic helped her gain over a 2 million followers and a guest appearance on the tonight show. Yeah. Crazy, crazy shit. In October, she, she created a Twitter th- thread. She announced that wild Egyptian geese had brought a deadly case of avian influenza to her farm and they lost about 99% of their birds. She wrote that she lost 50 birds in a day and that Emmanuel went down shortly after she posted a video in her thread of, of her lying down with Emmanuel, kissing and cuddling with him. This caused concern, especially among scientists online, where one virologist tweeting, if your emu or any bird has avian influenza, do not kiss it, do not cuddle with it, do not touch it. Bird flu is extremely dangerous to humans and other animals, and it sounds harsh, but to prevent its sp- <laughs> to prevent its you know spread, birds that get avian flu should be euthanized. How did I not hear about this? I didn't hear about this either. Uh, can we just talk about how crazy some of these climate activists have gotten this year throwing fucking cans of soup on priceless art in fucking museums? No. I didn't, I haven't heard about that. You don't know about this? No. These activists over in London? Uh, one was in France uh, and one was in London. So the one in France uh climate activists uh threw cake on the mona lisa uh they launched mashed potatoes all over a monet painting and then uh they launched a can of heinz tomato soup on a van gogh painting all in museums and then they were like super gluing their fucking hands to the walls and the floors and screaming it's like you are making me want to use 10 times the amount of gas and oil that i currently am right now because you're a fucking idiot oh my god that's insane luckily none of the paintings were harmed because they're all behind like inch thick bulletproof fucking glass and in frames so they just threw fucking soup all over the fucking glass and stuff but still like, come on. Like, these are priceless paintings. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't see any of that. That was huge a couple months ago. No, I, def- I definitely missed that one. Uh, well, then again, me and you have vastly different TikTok for you pages. <laughs> yeah, we do. So. Oh, my God. So. um Can we talk about one of the funniest 
things to happen at the end of 2022, in my opinion. Mm. The Andrew Tate saga. Oh, God. First off, this dude is an idiot. Yeah. Second, all he did was stem this trend and i'm i'm going to hate myself for using these terms okay but all he did was spring this cult following of beta fuckboys who yeah. think they're awesome like he and okay if, if you if you have to advertise that you're an alpha male you're not an alpha male any, so if I'm if I'm scrolling Twitter and I see someone comment on something or someone say something to someone and it says you know Jim Smith dash alpha male, you no. are a hundred percent a beta cuck. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. You're like not, and no. I. So and this is funny that this this actually came up today. Um, somebody replied. Somebody replied to one of our tweets on hat stats and stats. And his thing is like first happen better. And then in parentheses, alpha male, and then in a different set of parentheses, free top G. And then his bio says, want an apology for me being a wildly successful alpha male. NGFH, which I don't know what NGFH means. Oh, not going to fucking happen. And then you block me. I own you. Okay. Like, Good bro, Lord, bro. The best part was with this whole Andrew Tate thing. It's like he got himself. So number one, he fled to Romania because he figured that nobody would ever find. Him. No one would find him there because they're such a, like a corrupt country. And then he gets in a fucking pissing match with Greta Thunberg, who just needs to fucking go away to begin with. I'm sorry, honey. You're 16 years old. You are not an expert on anything. Sit the fuck down and actually go to school and learn something. And uh, stop, stop preaching about like global warming and shit while taking a private jet everywhere you go. Yeah. Um. So they get into a pissing match because Tate fucking pokes the bear at her as like, hey, send me your email address so I can send you a list of all the 50 gas-guzzling cars I have so I can send you all their emissions and this, that, and the other. And she tweets back something about like, oh, yeah, like, here it is. It's like, you know, get a life at smalldickenergy.com or something like that. And then he posts another video, and this is what gets him fucking caught because he didn't check his surroundings. There was a fucking pizza box in he, the video with him it's not that the, he didn't check his surroundings he was eating the pizza in the video right and the cops fucking put two and two together found the fucking pizzeria realized he was in fucking Romania and went and arrested his ass apparently he's being held on like sex trafficking charges or like, some shit uh, like yeah. that him and his brother um, on sex trafficking and rape charges I believe yeah which sounds about right for the beta cuck that he actually is 
Um, but it's like, bro, you got caught because of a fucking screaming match with a dipshit 16 year old and a pizza box. And here's the worst part. This dude rose to fame. He was, he was a pro kickboxer. Yeah. So like, good on him. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from the dude. Be honest. I wouldn't want to fight the guy, but like he, he got famous based on toxic masculinity. Well, and like he started like with way, the way he started, like he speaks to a lot of like the way a lot of men actually feel right. And like, let's be honest, like some of the things that he says make sense. Like he makes and brings up valid points. It's just his execution and his solutions on how to solve said issues is where the problem comes in. Well, and like, you know, you you look at the like the things that he says, and, wh- and really what he started doing was pointing out hypocrisy in, you know, at the core of uh, of heavily feminist movements. Yeah, of like you want to be treated the same, you want to be like, but if I do this, you get pissed. If I do this, you get pissed. If I do this, you get pissed. Those are all things I would do to a guy. Why can't I do it? Like, but if you want to be my equal, then you want to be my equal. And if mm-hmm. your answer is, well, you shouldn't do them to men either. Well, but that's not reality. So like, and, and, you know, it's a lot of things like, oh, you, you know, you get mad at me if I offer to pay, but then when somebody like insults you, you want me to defend you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, if you want me to be the man, let me be the man type thing. And there are some like legitimately valid points in there because there are things that, you know, in this day and age that I, you know, men, at least classic men, you would, you could say would want to do pick up a check pull out a chair, open a door, stuff like that. Um, and and there's far more to this. There's way, way more. I did not subscribe to this dude's jackassery for any, you know, no, he was a dipshit, but like, his, cause he, like he was going back to like, my job is to make the money, protect the family and, you know, be a guy like that other women want to fuck because that makes like if other women desire me that means i am desirable to you as well and that is something you should thank me for and then you should basically hand me a martini when i walk in the door from work have dinner on the table and be wearing nothing but an apron and a pair of panties like he wanted to dial all the way back to that right like listen guy uh i am not going to sit here and argue the fact that um first off traditional roles in a normal relationship like in a, in a, in a relationship they, they exist they've become far more blended but they started to blend oh, yeah. In the 80s. yeah like like the the Susie homemaker i mean that 50s ideal is gone and has been for a long time get over it but like there are like specific things that like listen if we're out if we're out at a bar and some dude and this has happened this has factually happened if we're out at a bar and some dude comes up and gets fresh with alley cat guess what you might be finding a window to go out the, out to go outside <laughs> like it's like listen like I have no problem catching a charge to protect my fucking girl you know 
Correct. None at all. I will laugh on the way to prison. And it's one of those things for me that like, I feel as though that's an expectation. So like, right. Because no matter how crazy feminist a woman is, if she's getting assaulted and you as her boyfriend don't step in to protect her, uh, she's going to, you're going to get your ass handed to you after she gets her ass handed to her. And, And like, but to take that and to stem it into some of the shit that this dude stemmed it into, and then to see all these fucking douche canoes that just ate it up. And honestly, you know who it all is? It's, it's the, like the Uber weird guys who like, it's the fucking weirdos that like wear like the fedoras and like think they're being like a gentleman and like, Oh, how are you, my lady? And like talking like weird shit like that. And like they have no discernible qualities that like a woman wants. So women are not interested in them. And so, then they cry the whole, oh, but I'm a nice guy. Like, why don't women like because you're fucking weird? Well, so it's it's some of them, but I found more it's the Jersey Shore douchebags. Like the 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 gym douches that don't have two brain cells to rub together can't carry a conversation if you if you put a fucking handle on it have you know don't have any like you said any discernible skill any discernible but like you know but like these are the dudes that like you know i i go to the gym five days a week and i can bench press a ton so i'm a tough guy and i can fight it's that type of dude Uh uh-huh like i'm sorry i know a lot of people who can lift a lot of weight that can't lift or, or they can't fight worse shit I know a lot of really, really good fighters that probably couldn't lift half as much as the average Joe. Right. They could fight because they're tough as nails. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like I know plenty of dudes who can, you know, who whose biceps pop and have washboard abs that would probably fold if a fucking 120 pound nerd punched him in the nose. Like, but those are the dude like those, like I'm an alpha male. But, I mean, gym. you see it, you Ugh. see it all the time with, especially like the heartwarming stories about like kids in high school, like the, the nerdy kid or like the, the slightly weird kid getting bullied and stuff in, in school. And then like that nerdy kid finally hauls off and beats the shit out of the kid bullying him. And what's the kid that was bullying him do go run. He runs and hides and cries. You know why? Because you're not that tough. Like you think you're cool because you got all your friends standing around you who are all the same douchebag that you are. But as soon as anybody actually steps up and punches you in the fucking mouth once, like, you know, it's like, it's like the old adage goes like everyone's got a plan for a fight until they get punched in the mouth. Well, and there's so much more to it too. Like I know, I mean, you have or and or make a lot of money and i know that i mean there's a lot of rich scumbags out there there's a lot of rich douchebags out there like you know again you you work out a lot you have a lot of money like you i like i don't know the the, the whole i'm an alpha male thing that stemmed off of andrew tate's rise to fame yeah it's, it's laughable it's absolutely laughable because i'll tell you what 
again, and I will say this until I'm blue in the face and I'm six feet under. If you have to tell me that you're an alpha male, you're not like it's one of those things like that. That to me is a small dog barking and expecting respect from the bit from the wolf. It's just not a thing. It's just no. Not. No, it's not. That that's that is probably one of the funnier things that can like and this dude, you know, oh like women love like, you know, it's not my fault that you like your girl wants me because of who I am and how I am and what I am. Like I'm I'm an alpha male and women want me and that's just up, you know, if if you don't want your girl to want me, then be better, blah blah blah. Like um Bro, you shouldn't be selling women and children to people. Don't lecture me on what I should and shouldn't do. Right. And now he's going to be getting butt fucked in Romanian prison for a long time. So as, as of right now, from the last I saw, it's a 30 day hold pending further investigation. So we'll see, but well, the whole thing's just laughable. Taking hot dicks to the throat in the gulag. Okay. We need to be careful with that. (laughs) Again, we, we, we are heard by people. People listen to this show. This is true. Almost 200,000 of them. And they'll all agree with what I just said. Doesn't mean you have to say it, buddy. I, I've come to the conclusion that we're going to get our, uh, our Patreon site going and you can do a solo show of just rotten Jack. Thanks. You can say whatever the hell you want. That would be very interesting. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up here for our um, our, our welcome to 2023 episode of Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Uh, you can find us on social media, Common Debauchery on both Facebook and then at Common Debauchery, all one word, in the Instagram world. We're going to be posting more stuff on Instagram uh, coming up soon. I'm sorting out what I want to do, our first fan vote topic on. Uh, for the year and i think we're gonna do i think it's gonna be uh fast food like na- national fast food chains Ooh, that's good yeah are we gonna do national or like local here because there's a lot of stuff that's not here that is a million times better than anything that's here well i i want to go national because like mighty taco, mighty taco is fantastic but if right. you're buffalo you're be like mighty taco sucks so right. you could do like Jack in the box. If you Whataburger. Or, uh, my 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 contribution for that's gonna be Whataburger. Do we have a Whataburger in Buffalo? No, we do not. I understand it's a national chain, but like most of our listenership's gonna be in Buffalo, but it's not a, but that's not a national chain that's here. So that's kind of kind of be what it is. Oh, it's national chains that are here? It's gotta be, right? Because most of our listenership's gonna be this area. But so we, we can't use stuff that like is only here, but we also can't use stuff that's not here. Does that make sense? That's true. Oh, uh, well, that takes Whataburger out. Well, it also takes like Jack in the Box, Wawa, Carl's Jr., Carl's Jr., Hardee's. But we'll sort it out. I'm going to, I'm going to have you send me a list and I'm going to make one too and we'll check it twice. Listen, 
the holidays are fucking done. I don't want to hear another word about Christmas until at least next November. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been episode 98 of Common Debauchery and uh, Common Debauchery. We already did the other stuff. So um, I guess with all that, I'm the nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Debauchery. Yeah.